Welcome to Category Visionaries, the show dedicated to exploring exciting visions for the future from the founders who are on the front lines building it. In each episode, we'll speak with a visionary founder who's building a new category or reimagining an existing one. We'll learn about the problem they solve, how their technology works, and unpack their vision for the future. I'm your host, Brett Stapper, CEO of Frontlines Media. Now let's dive right into today's episode. Hey, everyone, and thanks for listening. Today, I'm speaking with Dave Moore, CEO and co-founder of OneLayer, a cybersecurity platform dedicated to private cellular networks that's raised $15 million in funding. Dave, thanks for chatting with me today. Thank you, Brett, for hosting me. Appreciate that. No problem. Super excited to chat with you. So to kick things off, can we just start with a quick summary of who you are and maybe a bit more about your background? Yes, thank you. I serve a bit more than 15 years at the Israeli military intelligence force in several positions, both on cyber domain and cellular domain. After that, I was chief innovating technology in a company that we we develop a new cutting edge capabilities for the production lines. Now, every time we brought the top notch technology, you know, state of the art, many algorithms, really cutting edge and connectivity was the main issue. So it was clear to me then when we will establish our own company, we are going to focus to find a strong trend that really solves the connectivity issue in the industry full domain. That's how we got to the private 5G. Now, I'm sure you learned a lot from your time in the Israeli military intelligence, but if we had to choose one big takeaway, what would that takeaway be? So as X special units in the operation, you know, in many cases, there are many obstacles that at the beginning looks too hard um, to overcome. But once you allocate the right attention to details, once you're breaking down really the challenge and the gaps and the barriers, once you're bringing the best guy to your team, everything is impossible. I love that. And I'm a huge fan of the Israeli tech ecosystem. A few years back, I read the book Startup Nation, and I literally booked a flight and flew to Tel Aviv a, a few days or a few weeks after reading that book, just because I wanted to understand it. And the numbers were just staggering back then, and I'm sure they're even better, but so much technology comes out of Israel. It's, it's truly astonishing, especially in cybersecurity. It seems like 50% of cybersecurity startups in the venture world come out of Israel, which I just find amazing. Yeah, I, I believe that, of course, we have, you know, a very strong ecosystem. And of course, there is a lot of experience for that in the domain. But on top of that, one of the things you're really learning during your army time is to look on challenge as, as an opportunity. Even though it might look complicated, there is a driver's how to overcome that. Something another guest said was that people in the Israeli tech ecosystem, and you know, because they come from this military background, they're really taught to be fearless when it comes to you know, tackling like the biggest problems and going after the biggest competitors. And uh, the example they were talking about there, I think, was Monday.com. You know, and Monday.com is a big idea. It's you know, going after this big, massive market. And their theory was, you know, because of their time in the Israeli military, that they were able to really just build this mindset that anything is possible. You can go after these big problems and you can win against these giants. Yeah, I, I believe there are a few things that, you know, during the army time, you have been tasked on a, a lot of cases that, as a retrospective, looks odds for putting that on a 20-year-old guy. And the army gives you the opportunity to really handle things that matters and change lives. 
later on, when, you know, as part of that, as part of the process, some of the methodology that let's see when the obstacle will come, we will find a way how to overcome it. Because at the end of the day, of course, it's an army, you have a lot of resources in when the time is really matter. And it's great, some even naive that everything is possible. It's amazing. Let's switch gears here and let's dive deeper into one layer and everything that you're doing there. So at a very high level, can you explain the problem that one layer solves? Sure. So until 2000-ish, organization had only one type of enterprise network, which we call all IT. But then it split it to critical environment and, and regular IT, and that's been called as OT, operational technology. A few years later, around 2010, a remote computing started to evolve, what we all know about the cloud today. And in 2020, a new technology erupted, which is the private 5G. It's an enterprise network running on your own cellular network. And today there is a capability to have, as a corporate, your own private cellular which provides the ability to connect devices like we always have with our smartphones that enable you to have a great recovery, a very reliable connectivity, high bandwidth to connect all your IoT devices. So it's really a wireless IoT network running on a different protocol. What types of companies have a private cellular network? So today it's growing so fast that you can say every Every company should respect itself. You know, you're taking the, the utilities of the world, you're taking the manufacturing of the world, like John Deere or Airbus or Chevron. You know, any corporate really has a lot of devices. It can be ports, it can be airports, you see stadiums, you see cases of NFL, NBA, and many more. Every case that you have a huge environment that required connectivity, or you have a moving devices. It can be AGV, robotics, drones, wearables. That allow is the most robust technology to connect devices. And take me back to the early days. What was it about this problem specifically that made you say, yep, that's it. I want to build a company around that. Because I'm sure you, you know, coming from your background, you probably saw a lot of cybersecurity problems that could be solved. What was it about this problem that attracted you to it? So, you know, that it's a good question because if you're looking about the ex-military guys, you have actually here several units. And there are guys that come in for one of the units that looking for the most red ocean and are sure that they can be the best product. And there are guys that come in from a different unit, they're looking for the most blue ocean that can have a huge challenge to overcome. And if you are looking on the wonderful companies grow out of Israel, it's really easy to distinguish between the two companies and founders based on this origin. Now, I try to be in the middle. I look for a new technology that is growing very fast. There is no engineering um, barriers for the technology to, to explode. But, you know, it hasn't been touched enough yet. Haven't been solved the pain yet. And, and there is a very clear pain here. So it's an enterprise domain. So it's a very clear-cut go-to-market. It's an enterprise need, and you know there are great cybersecurity companies that already defined what the enterprise need in the IoT domain. But it's cellular technology, which is a very, very different than IP. Mm -hmm. So after screening around four to five months, different technologies, different pains, different verticals, we, we got to this cross section. Makes a lot of sense and, and super interesting. Let's talk a little bit about 
fraction. So obviously you're a private company, so I'm sure you're not going to share all numbers, but are there any metrics that you can share or numbers that you can share that demonstrate the growth that you're seeing today? Yeah. So let's say that just, you know, we are, of course, an early stage. We we are less than a year and a half. But I think that at least in the last year, in all part of the funnel, we have a challenge of over demand. So we are working very hard to enhance the team and to grow the team to support all of that. It's, of course, long sales cycles, but the conversion and the real pain once you're speaking with a relevant stakeholder is amazing. Is that because of the, the domain is so defined, because IoT problems in enterprise domain is very clear, and because there is no good technology that really designed for the private cellular because it's a new domain, all the solution from the IP domain are not really able to you know to to convert to the private 5G. So we're receiving a lot of traction, and we're working very hard, you know, to really deliver the demand we are having here. Now, in terms of capabilities here, we are already deployed in, in multiple geographies in a very large scale of networks and in the cases that are a bit more on-prem and cases that are a bit more cloud environment. And you really can see that the growing amount of device is amazing. This show is brought to you by Frontlines Media, a podcast production studio that helps B2B founders launch, manage, and grow their own podcast. Now, if you're a founder, you may be thinking, I don't have time to host a podcast. I've got a company to build. Well, that's exactly what we built our service to do. You show up and host, and we handle literally everything else. To set up a call to discuss launching your own podcast, visit frontlines.io slash podcast. Now, back to today's episode. What do you attribute to this growth and this success? Obviously, every founder listening in wants to you know, be able to say that there's that much demand, but what do you think you and the team have really gotten right? So I believe that when we map, it's a few things. First, we map what is the process to having the private 5G. And you see that in a lot of cases, security taken as an afterthought at the beginning is a pilot stage. And then the IT team want to connect this amazing network to the rest of the organization network. And the CISO or other security teams say, stop. You cannot connect that to my network. Where is the security stack? Where is my visibility? Where is my segmentation? Where is my anomaly detection? I have a well-defined compliance. I have a well-defined stack. How do you, can you do that? So when we establish the company, we work very hard not to invent the wheel, you know? We work very hard to say, okay, what is the enterprise problem? Let's ignore it's a cellular. How enterprise protects the IoT today? How the stack is built? Now, let's take that and try to install it as it is in the private cellular, and let's see the gap. And let's measure the time and the cost and the complexity to convert existing solution for this new domain. And we map the gaps and we crystallize three main gaps that almost required to reestablish the entire product. And you know, no one building product from scratch unless it's a new company. Usually companies adjust existing products. And we saw this is almost impossible in this domain. So really to enable in a new domain to simplify the language, because we don't want the cybersecurity team to be a cellular expert. They already have the methodology. It's nothing different here. It doesn't matter that the backend of the product is cellular. And 
we want to simplify the day to day. So we are doing a lot of integration. So if the solution is already working, if they put the policy, if they have the visibility tools on the IT side, we integrate with those tools and translate that to the cellular language. So besides being a standalone product for the cellular domain, we're doing a lot of integration to really simplify the day-to-day. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if it's a wireless a Wi-Fi camera, cellular camera, or cable camera. The security team needs the same capabilities, the same visibility, the same segmentation. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the last part which really moves the needle is the ability to really create here an ROI model because the migration to this domain, taking the devices to this domain and adding more and more use cases is really a manual process today. Because our security platform enabled you to have a lot of capabilities, we also enable a lot of automation to onboard a new use case with the right compliance, with the right security procedures, with the right onboarding, which really have provided us ability to, to work with several stakeholders. There is a security that's receiving their security stack. We have the IT that we have simplified their life. We have the digital and innovation team that have the eager to push this domain forward. And we have the economic buyer that really sees the value in the cost reduction as once the product is being deployed. Interesting. Now, as I mentioned there in the intro, you've raised about $15 million so far. What have you learned about fundraising? So I think that at the end of the day, and that's how we, we build the, the fundraising, there is no one type of investor. And when you are raising money, you really need to understand which type of investors are the most suitable for you. Taking investors of a deep tech, they are looking for technologies that really shake the world and really disrupt. Taking uh, corporate VCs, they are looking for different type of metrics. Taking um, a classic cyber investors, their traction is, is much for the red ocean, product, quick product market fit, um, easy ramp up. So when you are understanding your domain, really enable you to, to navigate which investor will be the most suitable for you. So I think that's topic number one. Topic number two, a lot of founders that I meet, see my ecosystem and, and also ask questions in the past, try to highlight the upside, the positive side, and ignore or reduce the downside of the risks. And try to do the opposite. And of course, you need to show you have a plan how to be a great hyper-growth company. But no one is stupid. And if investors really see that allocating attention to your gaps, and this is your mitigation plan, this is how we are not ignoring the risks, you are not ignoring the, the gaps, you are looking them straightforward, you are taking the risk, you are measuring the risk, your ability to frame the risk size, and you have a mitigation plan. So you are building a much more balanced company and not just, you know, have a great dream of a, a pink future. Now, let's imagine you were starting the company again today from scratch. If you were doing that, what would be the number one piece of advice you'd give to yourself? Wow, that's a tough question. I think that as a retrospective, and you know, that's what we, we learn, as much as we receive more data, we can move faster. So I would allocate much more attention 
of capabilities to open more doors, to have more dialogues, to learn more, and having more capabilities of uh, top of the funnel versus the bottom of the funnel. Final question for you here. So let's zoom out three to five years into the future. What's that big picture vision that you're building? So as 5G, private 5G is a hyper-growth domain, we here to establish the end-to-end stack for this domain in terms of security and asset management. So based on how things is growing today, and assuming this is not going to slow down just to be even faster, Wonder going to be a very dominant company in the IoT cybersecurity domain. Amazing. I love the vision. I love the problem that you're solving. And I love how you're approaching solving the problem. We are up on time, so we'll have to wrap here. If any founders listening in want to follow along with your journey as you build and execute on this vision, where should they go? LinkedIn is my best platform. That's probably the best area. Awesome. Dave, thank you so much for taking the time to join us on Category Visionaries, talking through what you're building and, and sharing some of these valuable lessons that you've learned along the way. I really enjoyed the conversation and appreciate you taking the time. Thank you, Brett, for having me today. No problem. Keep in touch. This episode of Category Visionaries is brought to you by Frontlines Media, Silicon Valley's leading podcast production studio. If you're a B2B founder looking for help launching and growing your own podcast, visit frontlines.io slash podcast. And for the latest episode, search for Category Visionaries on your podcast platform of choice. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you on the next episode. 